Hey, I am Peter Snowart and welcome with What's on Your Mind. Today we're going international again. Yes, we are going to the land of the sun, Portugal. And I give you Olga dos Santos Duarte. She's the CEO and founder of Fortrevo. And we're going to talk about all the insights, lessons she has learned uh, throughout her journey as an entrepreneur. Olga has started as a uh, freelancer and then later on as a challenge started her own company. Fortrevo has now 25 people and is still growing and Olga is going to explain everything. And I can tell you she is very ambitious in her plans combined with a very warm personality. Enjoy Olga. Welcome to What's on Your Mind with Peter Snowart. Every week a guest talks about his or her story and that story can inspire you to change your own. Here's Peter. Now, first of all, um, simplest question ever. How are you doing? Oh, because it's been a while since we, we talked to each other. I think it's three years or two years, yeah, two years or something. Years. We, can, we can say 2020 didn't exist. So two years. <laughs> we kind of want to yeah. forget a little about 2020. I have, I have a... a uh, something that I definitely want to remember about 2020, my second child born in 2020, so it was kind of a, a balanced year for me <laughs> with uh, some positive. <laughs> but yeah, I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. And you, Peter? I'm doing fine. That For 2020, I mean, the combination of working as, yeah, you're leading the company and um, you already had one child, um, and then having a baby, uh, it's a stupid question, but wasn't that a challenge for you? Wasn't that hard? I, sometimes it was a challenge, but I think it was a challenge for other people because I joined a lot of calls with a baby on my lap. I even did an interview for a newspaper with a baby on my lap. So people had to adapt. I said to myself, this is the environment that I have. I'm forced to work from home. I cannot leave my baby. It's not... Uh, if you have an animal, you like him, but you can put it a little away so you have a call. But even then, I said to people, if you have a cat, a dog, just let it be. I have a, a baby on my lap. I'm not concerned that you have a, a cat on your desk. It does not make you less professional. It does not make you less of a... Actually, it, it, it's the other way around. It shows that you are a human being, not a, some kind of robot doing programming because you know that's my area. Uh, I, I really like to see that people have lives and they can kind of mix their personal lives with them. But it was uh, a little challenge. <laughs> but I, I, I fully agree with that. And at the same time, I had uh, Jules was then uh, two years and a half. No, two less than. And uh, so he stopped sleeping in the afternoon. And so he was uh, a lot of the time sitting on my lap while he was watching YouTube Kids on my mobile while I was doing calls. Yeah. And um, I felt guilty once in a while. Like once in a while, I felt guilty because... I had a feeling, or I, I, it's, it was that voice in my, uh, in my head, saying to myself that I wasn't a good dad because he was watching yeah, um, YouTube, cartoons, <laughs> yeah, and YouTube kids. Eh? So, uh, and uh, and at the same time, I wasn't doing, um, 
I wouldn't say professional, but I wasn't not doing my job uh, very very well. Did you experience that? Uh, or uh, it had uh, different phases. So when he was a, a little baby, it was easier to put them to sleep. You know, little babies sleep a lot. Then he start walking, and when he start walking, he he had no. Uh, he didn't want to stay on my lap looking into strange people anymore. So he was running around uh, and he has not the age to also watch some videos. So uh, then it was uh, more difficult to me. But if you ask me if I felt guilty, sometimes yes. You have to feel guilty because you put your kids in front of a camera too many times, in front of a computer, a tablet, something, a phone, too many times. But it was the only tools that you had to... No. You could not uh, pay, play with them. If you are playing with them, you are not doing your job. Uh, and then it's your job that is uh, postponed. Uh, it's, uh, it was a, a challenge. Uh, more to the people that have two-year-old, one-year-old that already walk, run. Um, so by that time, it was more difficult for me to have him here. So I was blessed that schools opened and he could go to school. Uh, but you have to adapt. People also in the other side have to adapt. They have to understand. Even my seven-year-old, she was always checking what I was doing. She was always just peeking. And if you are talking with a customer, he has to understand that I cannot forbid a seven-year-old to just peek and see what the mom or dad are doing. So mm. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> funny times, but also difficult. I can definitely feel your guilt. <laughs> what, what, what are the names of your uh, children? It's Matilde and Martin. Mal Matilde and Martin. Martin. Yeah. In English, Matilde Martin. and Martin. Ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Now um you um you are a founder CEO of a company for Trevo. Um is this something also that you wish them they become they start their own company? I'm I'm not sure. It's also <laughs> I don't know if they decided to to do something like that. I will always uh, be there for them. Um but they have to have the ambition, they have to have the the idea that a boss does less than anyone else, it's very, very wrong. You have to work maybe twice the other people because you have the responsibility to make sure that everything is okay and people are okay and your customers are okay, your partners. And then you, you worry constantly that everything is okay. But I definitely enjoy starting my own company and doing things uh in a way that i think it's the the best for the people yeah now i mean you mentioned something very interesting you enjoy starting your company i mean that's also how i know you you enjoy the building process the writing the journey of building something small and building into something bigger i mean um a lot of people think that building companies they they associate it with very shark shark people very cold but you are a very warm um friendly open human being um i mean 
where, where, what's the drive behind that? Where do you get that that joy of building a company and making um, yeah, making it bigger, and at the same time being a warm person? Because uh, I think you're quite unique in that, by the way. First, thank you so much. <laughs> now I'm not sure what to say, but thank you so much for the compliment. Uh, it, it maybe it comes a little with the culture. I'm Portuguese, and we definitely are a warm, a very warm kind of uh, people. In the other way around, I worked for several companies, and I was always picking kind of the the things that I thought it were the best things to to do in order to make people happy. So if your driver for a company, it's to make your own people happy and not worry about uh, things that they should not worry about, uh, then I think you can have uh, a good relationship with people. And I'm blessed to be around very nice people that help me in the process. They are all also warm. They are also very nice. So it's easier for you to grow and pass your your values if i can say like that if you pass your values to a, a circle of people then they will pass it around and then you can grow with a good environment that's uh, kind of my so, idea so 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 for you the building your own company was really building um an environment where you want to work yourself and exactly. um yeah. based on trust based on transparency and we are like that for everyone it's not just between us it's for partners it's for customers sometimes it's not good news but better to be transparent sometimes you lose a lot with that attitude but um it's the way we want to drive our company so what what, what do you mean sometimes we lose a lot sometimes you lose a lot with transparency that's uh when you say to people that, for example, a certain plan will not work and they will end up losing money and maybe they have to stop a little, uh, first make a proper plan, then you go and you execute it. And sometimes you have people that don't uh, really like that approach. It's completely valid. I'm completely okay with different approaches, different types of business, but then they are not the right partner for us. No, no. Is this is this also? I mean, talking about the values, is it for for Trevo? Is it um, uh, the company I work for? We also value based company, and it's and it's very strict. I mean, it's very strict. I mean, I mean, if uh, the first value is trust, uh, same like you, and um, but they're literally on the wall, and in every decision, and every action, and every encounter, those values, uh, I wouldn't say must, but yeah, they must be there. And um, yeah, and people are even, how do you say that? When you are breaching a certain um, value, and people will point you out okay. for that. Do you, do you, do you, and, and, and also for me, I mean, in, in, in a recruiting um, interviews, I'm trying to find found out what these values are of the other people. And uh, like trust for me is one of the most important ones um, and it goes in both ways. So is this also something that, that, that you, the, 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 the values of Fortrevo that you are going to train or going to educate or going to point out these people or, or just, these are our values, but it's not something we, we are very, um, 
I wouldn't say open about it, but uh, um, do you understand my yeah, question? If I if I can explain, it's not. Uh, I'm trying to find the word. It's not enforce, but it's uh, seeing if people feel that they can share these values. And this is very difficult in an interview, and I'm giving away very tip, nice tips for people that I interview, but uh, I'm always looking um, if they feel uh, comfortable with these values, if they feel comfortable around us, if this is something that they wish for their, their professional life. So we don't enforce it, but we definitely evaluate if this is something that people feel comfortable. And honestly, I have people in my own company that when a partner, a customer is not behaving like it's supposed to, they are calling me or some of our colleagues and say, do you think that I can say this to the customer? Because I'm in a gray area at this moment and I'm not, I don't know if I can go beyond that value or if I should stay um, because I really believe I should say uh, something. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's like sometimes people want to be transparent and they, they really like our values and they are with Fortrevo and they use our values in every everywhere in their professional lives. So sometimes they have some doubts if we are going to evaluate them in a wrong way because they are transparent or things like that. And it's the opposite. We don't enforce it, but we embrace it. Maybe something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, that's. I understand completely what you're saying. But it's the same, and also with customers, I also apply it. If I discover interactions or um, situations where those um, values are breached, we're going to point out the um, the customer on that. So. Um, because I really believe in the total is more than the sum of the underlying parts. And um, in order to have a successful project and a successful relationship, I mean, you have to have those trust, transparency, etc., etc. Because otherwise, I don't think the customer will be very happy. You will not be neither and you will not go the extra mile. He will, not, he will not come to you again. That's the experience we have. When you really speak with the customer, it's not pointing mistakes or things like that. It's not that... It's very, it's no, 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 no. being very transparent about something. Is making the customer because we consider our customers, our partners as well. So we want them to, when they feel something is not going well, they are also comfortable to to speak with us. Um, so this is the kind of relationship we want to keep. And even mm. if they do a project now and they only want to do another project next year. Completely fine. We just want to make sure that they liked our job, they liked the, our way of working, and then they will return. So this is the kind of customers that we have today, luckily, uh, that they all have a good relationship with us. They all have a good relationship with our teams. They go and have dinner together to celebrate something. So this is the kind of things that we want to, to really end. It's that kind of bridge that you usually have between a, a team from a customer and a team for, from your own company. And then it, sometimes you feel like you have a bridge. You cannot reach the other side. And we really want to make sure we have a good relationship. They know that they can uh, count on us and we will count on, on them. So it's uh, our goal is if you are looking into a team in a customer, 
you cannot know who's for travel and who's customer. So that yeah, kind of it. mix, that's that it. kind that's of that's good relationship, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, not separate yeah, yeah. tables. Now you have a lot of video calls, but uh, in uh, other times, not separate tables that uh, this is the customer, this is for travel and they don't speak. You have to speak with the project manager or something like that. So we really want to make sure uh, that ends so you can have a good relationship. You can enjoy working together because we work a lot with our customers and we yeah, want yeah, to continue. Yeah. So <laughs> we have to have a good relationship. But in, in, but in that way, because you have those values also with your customers, it's also makes happy employees which makes happy customers i well, believe I and so. uh <laughs> it, yeah and it and, and it and it's also fun to work in i mean if you want if you are working in an environment where you cannot be open and you cannot trust the people i think for me i would block it yeah. would be i don't think it would be you cannot unleash your full potential to be honest you know i have I, sometimes i think to people if you are no a uh, company and you are like a high a CEO, a CIO, something like that. And you cannot make a joke in a meeting with your colleagues because they will feel they have to laugh. I, I always say someone has to say if I'm being funny or not. <laughs> so they also have to have a good relationship with everyone because we don't have uh, hierarchy. So they cannot feel there's an hierarchy. Of course, Everyone has some responsibilities and they are accountable for different things. Uh, but they cannot feel that they have to, to be uh, or they have to be approved for everything or they have to laugh every time I, <laughs> I do a joke because I cannot tell jokes. So <laughs> I like to have people that tell me, Olga, come on, you cannot tell a joke. Just stop it. <laughs> you are not being funny. <laughs> Now, um, where where did you get that uh, that mindset, if I can call it, or attitude towards values? Were you born with that? Were your parents giving you that? Was it something you learned along the way? It's a mix. It's kind of a mix. There are some things that I, I feel I cannot tell you where they come from because I feel they were always with me. When you are looking into something and you immediately feel that's wrong, and you think maybe this should not be done this way, but I cannot exactly say what was the point that some of these values uh, appear in my life. It's a, a very difficult question. I have to. <laughs> yeah, but it, it it was for me when I I changed to to Santiago. That's where we met. Is that uh, I based that. Um, uh, that decision to to change um, jobs to the fact that I took my decision more intuitive um, by my intuition and also the fact that I um, looked at what are my values and it was as a result of an, um, a career mm -hmm. coaching um, thing. Um, and... They they asked me my value, so I had to choose from certain words, and to and then they were like, okay, this fits now. And then I chose an environment where they had those values. And since then, um, it's um, it's not always easy. Of course, you have challenges, but it's it. I I feel better than before, to be honest. I mean, um, it it's it's just like it stays longer. The, my fire stays mm -hmm. longer. Uh, it's better for my energy. I can be more myself. 
um and that's where i picked it up so it's around um eight years seven years ago that i discovered that value thing that's nice you don't have to kind of play a role you know you don't have to dress up like someone else i know that uh we work with a partner out systems i don't know if you heard about uh, out system and that's a company that uh, when i start working together with them as a partner they were very small and now they are very big and it definitely is a, a company that shares my values so i i really enjoy working with them my career was a lot based on their technology exactly because their company when i reached their company and i was talking with the, the first people there the values were the ones that i identify myself with so maybe i became more aware that i had these values <laughs> in me uh, but then i always thought if i'm going to make a company it has to be like this one and honestly they are growing a lot but they still keep the values so it's uh, wonderful to see that are more than a thousand people and some of the, the initial values are there so this is what i wish for my own company that we can grow and we don't lose this identity that we have yeah something and that was my next question how can you protect uh, a company from growing because i think your values can uh, work in a company right now around 90 people um so how can you and it's 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 challenging to keep those values in but for a company of thousand persons to keep those values in i think and I, i i assume also that they have grown exponentially so you have to take on people a lot faster than you would want so this means that your recruiting process is a little bit Combine, combined with the fact that it's quite difficult or, or it can be challenging to find the right people. You know, that's, that's the assumption that I make. Um, then, and then I think it's quite difficult to, to protect those values. We see, we see that it's difficult to protect them all. What we have in place, it's trying to have um, kind of a cell-based company that um, you have to, to have people that really leave those values because i'm not going to be the one if we grow exponentially i'm not going to be uh, the one that can pass the values immediately to others so what we do is we pass i pass these values to a certain amount of people around me and now when we interview i'm not in all interviews and i know that they are passing those values to the next generation i call it generation because they are younger and younger <laughs> but uh then you have to have people around you that you really trust and they also live by these values and if they live by these values they will pass it but exactly like uh, it happened with this uh, out systems company they grow exponentially so not all the values passed and i i know that they make a lot of effort to make sure that they have the right people in the right places to still have a fun environment, to still have a, a good place to work. So this is what we also try to do. Of course, we are around 20, 25. It's still doable, but these 25 people are the ones that have to pass it along. Not just Olga. We are a team. We are in this yeah. together. They have to help me out. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, 
That that's an interesting uh, thing you're mentioning. Not just Olga. Um, I mean, you 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 have a very successful company. Um, I think I assume also with its ups and downs, like every company. Um, the twenty people. I assume you, if possible, you're going to add more people. Your role is going to shift from doing it all. Being a sales, being operational, being a mother, uh, listener, uh, friends, for 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 all your for all, for everybody actually, to more like manager style. Um, how 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 do you see yourself evolving there? Because when I see it with us, I mean, I see the the two founders, they they hate that kind of managing people. They yeah, they, they just they like the fun of starting a company. And and everybody's doing his job and not being playing a boss or something or a little although the the the, the structure is very flat, uh, but still people come to you with all kinds of yeah things. things. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So how how do you see yourself there evolving? And that's that's question number one. And two is um, how is your ego into that kind of thing because. I mean, having starting a company, that's one thing, but having then 20 people, being a CEO, being a founder, um, how, 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 how are you dealing with that? Um, because I can't imagine that sometimes you think, yeah, Olga, you're doing a great job. How, how <laughs> you do think you... I'm doing that at the bureau? <laughs> no, I don't, but I mean, no, but of the, course. Uh, first question, um, how I see myself evolving. Definitely people are asking, Olga, stop doing so many things because otherwise I cannot focus in growing, in growing the company. So that's something for 2022. Definitely we have to, to do that. Uh, I'm already doing a little managing, but in a different style. So I think we can grow for being a manager, but still that manager that anyone can knock on my door. Maybe I don't even have a door. You know, <laughs> so this is the kind of thing uh, I think we we share that uh, you really want to still have time for people. Of course, if we are hundreds, we are, maybe I don't have time for everyone, but I will definitely make sure they feel I'm not high in the mountain that they cannot reach. I'm still there. I'm still with them. So. They can still call me by my name, please, not uh, some CEO or it's stuff just, like that. Yeah, so yeah. they still have to to be able to call me by my name. Second part, ego. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I don't want to say I have a big ego. I have a big ambition. And I will... That part, I know I was always like that. It's not a, a, something bad. It's, I always want a little more, a little more, even from myself. I always want to go an extra mile and a little more. And people... You want to grow, I you want, want to, to grow. grow. And people tell me, but you are already there? No, I don't feel I'm already there. I still have so many things to learn. I still have so many things I want to do with the company, with the growing the company or having more people joining us. It's like, I feel I still have some ambition to, to this company and still 
um, having the challenge that uh, it's you have to balance this with your personal life, right? And do, do you do you know why do you have that drive, that ambition? I know uh -huh. that it was always with me, even at school. But was that was that for instance that your parents or something are also entrepreneurs? Or? No, actually not. They are they are I, I they they are very surprised uh, about this uh, feature <laughs> in me. They were always very surprised because I have uh, I have sisters and they they are. They are also a little ambitious, but I don't see them um, like me because they are successful. They are okay with it. And I feel that even if I'm successful, uh, I feel successful. I feel that I reach a point where at least I built something that I wanted to build. Uh, I'm, I'm an honest person, but I'm also very transparent. I feel successful, but I feel like I, I can do a little more. I don't know where the, this feeling is coming from. Uh, it's not from uh, a family environment. It's not cultural because in Portugal, we are not that kind of... Uh, maybe we are seeing more and more. Luckily, we are seeing more and more. But it's not uh, like the states that everyone is an entrepreneur. Um, yeah. But I feel very entrepreneur. I want to, to be uh, yeah. always a little more. That's that's also I don't know why, but we have a click from the beginning. At least my, my perception, <laughs> and and it's it's because is that because I recognize a lot of me in you, and the fact is that I also am very passionate and I'm I'm ambitious, but also at the same time I am it's um I right now at my age also i can say that my ego is under control of course you need the ego to take to take action and things like that but i don't do it anymore for any external validation i do it because i the growing part i i i i like it because i like it as i am out of the comfort zone a lot of people like it in the comfort zone but i like it outside like the, the comfort zone I know that feeling. It, yeah yeah no risk no fun so <laughs> like, i mean like it's it's yeah that's it and it's it's really about that um how do you say that that you are how far can i stretch myself without going into burnout because it needs to be fun eh? i mean and also accepting that it's a journey there is never a point where you where you where you can that you say i have arrived i mean that's the, the realization that i have and um and third of it is the fact and that's a very interesting one you you feel right now successful because a lot of people and that i also had it in the past they think when they reach a certain goal or certain or have a certain thing that they are successful and then they will be happy yeah. whereas you, you mentioned it right now i'm very successful and happy where i'm right now i feel at least um at the same time i want to see if there is more and how can I grow as a, as a, as a human being, because yeah, you will make mistakes or you will learn things, um, dealing with people, growing an organization, um, and know where you're good at your strengths and also your, yeah, your, your weaknesses. And I, I see it as a more, as an infinite game. Yeah. And, 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 the, and the, the, the goal is to stay in the game and instead of just winning a certain battle, Exactly, I feel the same. That's why we clicked. <laughs> it's not a, a, 
it's not a battle. It's not something uh, I'm not uh, racing against anyone else. Sometimes people feel like that. Uh, we have competitors, of course, um, but I don't. I don't feel I'm racing against the, them. I'm racing against myself. So I'm trying to always uh, be a better person, be a very a better professional. Um, so I'm always evaluating. Okay, I did this. Maybe it was the correct uh, thing to do, but can I do it a little better? Maybe tomorrow I can do it a little better. But I'm like this, not in, in just in my professional life. I'm like this in my my own life. I did this. Hmm, maybe tomorrow I can do this better. <laughs> so this is a, um, a challenge. And honestly, I I'm not afraid of risk. Everyone told me you are going to open your own company. Please, please continue as a freelancer. You are. I, I felt uh, I was a freelancer, and I felt very successful as a freelancer. I had my own customers. My day was full. Uh, people were enjoying my work. I was enjoying doing this work. But then, when I wanted a little more, can I do this a little better again? I was thinking, mm, maybe I need to do this with a team. Maybe I need to do this with other people together with me. And then I started my own company with a, a small child. <laughs> but everyone is saying it's a risk. Of course it's a risk, but you can recover. Like you said, and uh, very well said, you have ups and downs. But if you can um, put your head up and recover from going down, and you don't feel like it was complete destruction, you are not completely, you are not a bad professional because you went down. No, it was just a plan that went wrong. So you have to have bad planning, bad plans. You have to go down in order to go up. That's kind of the, the feeling. So you have to have that um, tick in you that say, you can do this, you have this risk, of course, but measure the risk measure the challenge and if you see it has some possibility of this being successful just go for it sometimes yeah. <laughs> it didn't went well <laughs> but, yeah. yeah but at the same time because i i mean it's very strange to say but the things that didn't go well in my life professionally and privately Afterwards, I can say those are my gifts and those are the, the biggest lessons yeah. that I ever, ever learned. And do you look back and think, um, if I look back, I would honestly change something? Do you think about that? N no, no, no. I don't have regrets. I rather have regrets of something that I tried and I did yeah. than something... I should have done like for instance did podcasting where people in the beginning were like you're crazy doing this and building your own company but I have something like no I feel it in my heart I have feel it in my gut I have to do this this feels right to me and also at the same time I feel again that I'm very happy again having a, an, an English speaking guest an international guest so I'm honored by the way um so so no I I I don't um and that's an, again an ego thing eh? I mean if you if you attach it a little bit too far to your identity this went wrong uh, it's me and it's my identity no it's not it's not your identity you just tried or did something and it and in that formation it did not work but maybe you can change a little thing and then and then it will work and I've done that process for like 
No, I don't know, 100 times, 10 times, 20 times with, with launching new products, launching new services, finding new customers. And I always have to go through that process of reiteration. Really, okay, you try this, this this, this value proposition is not working, the pricing setting is not right, this, the, the services uh, proposal or, or the, the, the how you're going to present it, the, the, the services, how we, it's not, it's not, It's not filling out and um, or the timing is not right. So, and I like that for me, it's, and you also are aware, I think you, I'm also a musician. Yeah. It's the fact that for me, it's all about creativity and it's about, and I like that creativity of, of playing with certain components and, and yeah, trying to figure out what, the, what is the exact mix of those components that make it happen. And it's a, compo it's, it's components are product services, pricing, people, Um, and customers, target customers, things like that. And I like that game. Yeah, and you are, you are do, do, you, do, 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 you, do you regret, do you regret certain things that happened in your life? Honestly, no, it, it's, a, it's a, a lesson. Like you said, it's a lesson. And when I saw that you were launching your own podcast, I, I, I was thinking, go Peter. <laughs> go Peter, out of your comfort, comfort zone, you will be successful and... How many years you have now uh, of uh, podcasts? Maybe already. Um, it it it's 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 almost, almost two, two, and right? it's one of and, the, uh, the yeah. I, so, I see and so it's... many guests that you have so many good conversations. I listen to the ones in English. Uh, some of the others that don't, uh, <laughs> I cannot understand it, but the ones that are in English, I, I really feel like they're having fun, and you are having fun. So this is really you. So even in a podcast. You, you you put yourself in it and this is mm -hmm. also how, how I roll if you can say uh, I put myself in in the things that I do so and I saw that you are now a, mus a musician right playing the guitar so it, yeah yeah but I've, I've been I've been a musician for for years so it's my it's about it's 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 something also said like half an hour ago or 10 minutes ago it's well first of all it's you do you and me do me That's the thing. And it's really embracing yourself, who you are as a person and being authentic in the world. And the second thing is, is that being in the business or being professional does not mean you have to play a certain person and dress up with a, with a, with a costume. And you, you think you have to play a certain cold, sharky person. In the past, I thought that business, being business, working in business, that it is like that, but it isn't absolutely not at all, at, at least not for me, to be honest. Yeah, and uh, some certain people still think it is, but then you have to really deal with it. And uh, if you can be yourself in a positive environment, you will be able to be yourself in a more negative environment because we have those. I'm not going to say everything is... Uh, sunshine and rainbows and everything goes well and uh, the, there are certain meetings or prospect customers that I, I have to adapt also to their reality I have to be the person okay I'm being transparent but everyone else is more um, serious more formal then should I play sometimes I'm thinking in my head should I play this role Or should I show them that I can be formal, but at the same time, we can enjoy being in this conversation together? Is this something I can do? And sometimes it, it goes well, sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> but I, 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 I honestly have to read the room 
and see if yeah. if it's a doable. Let's put it like that. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, and that's that's a very interesting one. Read room and feel. I mean, and now I'm going to give you one of my <laughs> tips how I do that. So feel the room, read the room. Is is a is an um an a skill that not a lot of people have, and. I one of the things that I want to test out is I throw certain comments statements in order to feel the room and to feel also where 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 the where the I wouldn't say the limit is where the border is mm -hmm. and sometimes <laughs> it's too <laughs> far too and I'm far. like yeah you see you see it in their faces like, immediately you see yeah, immediately in their, yeah. in their faces that they are not there for those kind of yeah. uh, statements words fun jokes something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. Sometimes you you and you come you came you come from sales, right? And I'm still sales. Yeah, sales. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm not from sales. I'm not I'm from more technical part. But I also do sales uh, these days, and I have I know. my entire life. I have to sell my work, right? Uh, and I I I'm, I really like to see how a, a real people a real people that do sales. They read the room, and sometimes they know if they can speak about their family, and they immediately understand if they can speak about kids or if not, if they should be more, uh, let's call it professional, and just speak about work. And I just love that you can read the room like that. I'm I'm learning again. It's something that I love to observe and try to learn for myself. It's being in a room and understand what other people are not thinking, of course, but uh, if they feel comfortable in that way. No, well, it's it's um it's it, I don't think it's an an um uh, how do you say that? There's a black or white thing. It's a uh, it's 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 the same thing with intuition, awareness. Yeah. It's a muscle, and it's something that your kids and 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 my 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 boy also have in them when they're born. The thing is that we are unlearning that um, when we are they are becoming older because we are used to living in our heads. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, you're talking about technical. Uh, you you also studied just like like me, and so we are using our brains all of the time, and it's really focusing on the rational part of ourselves. And for me, I discovered there is also. Yeah, other parts of our body and like intuition, awareness. Um, this this sounds very yeah, um, I wouldn't say spiritual and or a little bit uh, fluffy, but if you um, have a meeting and you say to yourself uh, before you enter the meeting, I'm going to read the room and feel the room and going to test the the borders, and then after the meeting. You you have a conversation with yourself and you say, okay, what went well? What did not went well? And how do I feel about this? How do I feel with that person? How do I feel with that person? Okay. And then after a while where you are progressing, then maybe they sign up and then you can ask that person, how did you feel about that meeting? How did that meeting went, etc. It's in order to learn and and to become better to serve your customer or prospects that's the way you package it of course eh? and in that feedback they will tell you normally honestly eh, because it's again trust um they say ah i appreciate that and normally they will say if they become a customer they will say look olha from the beginning 
and that's also something that they tell you in non-verbal trainings or communication is that within a couple of seconds we knew that we wanted to work with you and your company and it's all so they will say it's a more emotional statement but in the in the more formal papers they will say is the pricing or is the product or is the blah 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 but i am honestly believe that it, that they already decided if they wanted to work with you or not and if they don't want to work with you they're going to find an excuse they will say make me a proposal or do this or that and then you're going to try to follow up and they will always find an excuse that they that it doesn't work or it doesn't fit yeah. right now but they don't want to break your heart and they're, they're, they are waiting for you to give up and so that reading the room thing it's something that you that you need to train to wake up that muscle again and it's 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 a very intuitive thing i mean I had a VC on the podcast and he felt in his intuition or gut feeling, I'm going to make it a little bit black or white. And um, he was looking for a partner, sort of co-founder partner. And his head was saying, yes, because we need that person on paper because of, of all criteria and skills. But his gut feeling was like, it, it felt off. Huh? And then he learned the hard lesson that after I know six months it was off, it was off. Yeah. and it yeah and and that's it and that's the thing that you can learn it's also feeling the room that you're feeling like there's something wrong in my stomach here with that customer or prospect something is not going right and it looks rationally going right but it isn't but it's something that you need to stand still for yourself after the meeting and feel how how how, what do I feel right now? What, what, what's coming to me? Eh? Because it, it takes some time to really, is it to, to really know, is it my ego or is it really yeah, something, something deeper, something more silent? You, do you yeah, understand what I'm a, saying? Honestly, yes, because it's not just with customers. It's also when you are interviewing people that yeah, it, correct. it can be the, the smartest girl or boy in the room, but you feel something is off. You feel something is not right, quite right. And you feel, I know that this person is perfect for the job, but I need someone else to go and speak with this person because I don't feel it. And they are always laughing about because they say, Olga, but it's the pers the, this person is perfect. He has the skills. He or she has the skills. It's um, the degree, everything that we ask for. And I'm saying... But I was in the interview and something was off. <laughs> and I need someone else to go there and see if they feel it too. And sometimes we do this with other people that I didn't give this feedback to see if they also, we have some people, some good people with us that also have this kind of um, feeling in interviews and things like yeah. that. And they say, hmm. Yeah. Sometimes they came to me and I liked it, but, and in that, but it's everything. Then we have to make a no. decision. Are we going? No. And I, I can tell you, uh, we learn like that uh, person that you were telling, we learn the hard way. Sometimes we go and we hire the person or we, we gain the customer. And then a few months later, you are suffering with that and you are trying to fix the problem <laughs> so but i also I, I i also learned it the hard way 
because sometimes you are in a need for, because your 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 organization is suffering has pain because you need that kind of role and the thing is also if i wanted to add to that is that you as a role you are ceo or founder eh? and um and and my role is is as sales director it's just a title eh? but the thing is what i also noticed and what i learned the last two years is that um and if, if if we're talking about candidates people are are going to look you up normally on LinkedIn so they know what your role is and they also sometimes can play they can play a certain character to 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 play towards that role not to they they're not going to play towards Peter or Olga but they're going to play towards that role and and therefore um for me I if it's a, it's a, if it's a sales candidate for instance I always going to organize a meeting with the other sales without me and I'm not going to brief them. I just say you want to work with them or you want to work with him or her or yes or no and tell me tell me everything you want to know and it and it works every time. Mm. I mean when they're enthusiastic I say yes but when they're not enthusiastic I will not hire them even when they have the biggest brightest smartest exactly. I don't care because I know it's not going to and that's work. That's a perfect test. Sometimes, you, if you know what the, that person is going to do, I'm just picking someone, someone from that team, and I'm saying, now you are going to speak with this person, and let me know one, just one thing: Do you want this person in your team? And if they feel something yeah, a little off, then probably I'm not hiring that person. Yeah, because sometimes they, some people can say the right things to you because you're the CEO. And then they're going to look down on people when they are meeting other people. For instance, I'm exaggerating a little bit. Yeah. Uh, imagine the management assistant is going to meet that person and that other person is going to look down a little bit and is going to be, who are you and what are you doing? And this is for me, or, or based on age, for instance um or whatever uh criteria and this is for me a very important um yeah parameter um and if when it's yeah it's and it you then they have that extra check because sometimes yeah i also can have uh, you have a, i have two children right now when you don't sleep well yeah. uh, we didn't sleep well or or whatever or you have other things on your head sometimes that thing yeah it, you live a little bit more in your head yeah we, we give a lot of second chances because sometimes you can be off, but it's just that day that you feel a little down and no. you don't want to go to that interview, but you still have to. And so we always uh, make more than one to make sure that uh, it's uh, the right person. Sometimes in the first you immediately know, sometimes you have to do more. Uh, yeah. to hire that uh, that person. And of course, especially with sales, uh, I mean, a lot of people can explain things very, very, very well. And then you're like, I, I always found that very hard recruiting good salespeople. Um, and then like with IBM, I really, I only looked at the skills and I didn't look at at, at these values and attitude. And, and I was like, afterwards, I was like, oh, what the hell did we do? <laughs> that was, that was not... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and whereas right now I, I'm going to, I'm not going to say 100%, but of course they have to have skills. But if I see, for instance, I have somebody in our team, Ines, she was an, uh, an, uh, how do you call it, an intern, so beginning twenties, twenties, I know, twenty two or something, and um, and there was a, she was she was a re, an intern in another team, 
in a marketing team and uh, one of those guys came to me peter he said there's a sales she, she has a sales in her and I'm like okay so what i did is that we sometimes organize role playing sessions so this means that um it's going to be one person is going to play uh, a cmo cio whatever type of customer with a certain situation and the other one is going to play the sales and the other ones are looking at it and um and then afterwards we're giving honest feedback in order to grow and things yeah. like that and then 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 we have an, a difficult situation and then you have an, an easy situation eh? okay and um and i said as a test um i i brought her in the session in the room it was no preparation no whatsoever uh, and um and i said look now you are going to sell something to a um a prospect and she was like me yeah 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 but i have no training it doesn't matter we are here it's an emotional safe environment environment we cannot laugh with each other uh, of, or at each other so it's uh we are here to learn so and we're here to 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 help each other so you're part of this meeting and the rule is everybody is going to play the two roles and she was like oh and she did it and she did it so excellently mm -hmm. brilliant i was like immediately you're hired and i am so right because after one year she is like she's 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 going oh it's unbelievably she, she's doing well and that's for me that is yeah that 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 there lies the real magic yeah. and because sales i mean i've seen a lot of sales i'm like mm, yeah, you're, you're saying the right things easy. but <laughs> i can tell you it's definitely a, a very intuition and i i'm i'm thinking and i'm saying if you can be the girl in the room and not feeling I, i'm going to say something it's maybe hard for you to understand but um because you are not a girl. Uh, if you are the girl in the room, but you don't feel like that, and you you can be in a room full of men and you can still take the lead, because that is something I'm really not afraid of doing. And I, I can tell you this in, in, in here in the podcast, but I will do this in real life. I'm honestly not feeling under because I'm a woman. So if she's not... Uh, thinking about it she will definitely succeed she's just thinking yeah, yeah, this yeah, is a challenge i can overcome this challenge i can take the lead and i'm not thinking if i'm in a room full of men women dogs cats i i really don't no. care about it everyone is uh okay to be there the and um but sometimes you have a challenge so she will she will have some of those yeah. challenges still in yeah, this century. But, yeah, but I'm still I'm I'm very aware of that. So the team is literally fifty percent men, fifty percent women, That's so literally, nice. and also and also the the management team is literally my our CEO is a woman. But it has to be so natural. It's it cannot be. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, it's it's yeah, yeah. Of course, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, it's not a yeah, but it's true. Um, and at the same time. Uh, if if we are now talking about that aspect, and this is now I'm going to, uh, I don't know, I hate things, but I prefer working in a more female energy. I'm saying energy, yeah? I'm not saying, eh? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 a balanced yeah. out male female energy because um, the 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 whole 
macho alpha male thing is not my typical culture. And I know certain companies are like that. Eh? Um, although some people think I am an alpha male and it's fine. Um, but and, you can um, be, and, and, and I sorry to interrupt you, you can be an alpha male in no. not a bad way. Yeah, yeah, I know, know what you mean. It's not, it does not have to be in a bad way. It's just that you can have See? an alpha woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that that's that that's the thing that i admire with you i mean you just mentioned leading and that's the thing with you you are leading and at the same time warm warm and leading can be in the same um sentence so. you 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 yeah of course and you you take the how do you say that um yeah you you subtly subtly subtle are leading the conversation and you you know how to lead and you know how to yeah how do you say that when you have a dance partner sometimes a, and it normally one dance partner is leading and the other one needs to follow and that's that's a typical um yeah quality that you have and that's the thing by the way that 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 i like because it it, it keeps it yeah balanced and and uh yeah, yeah. i can i know i can drive people where i want them to be without um, push them because I, I have to yeah, feel that, that they want, if you are talking in kind of a, a, an hypothetic dancing partner, I want them to follow me to the right or to the left, but they have to want to follow me. You know what I mean? They have yeah, to yeah, want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, the, but I'm and, still and, and it, leading. Yeah, yeah. But you're going to make them realize that they decided it for themselves yeah. and that they see a benefit for themselves, that they are following you. So in a very subtle way, so not in a, in a command and control way or pushy way. I don't believe in no, that, no. actually, because uh, it will backfire you and you will create a false kind of trust in your organization. Yeah. People will play that they trust you, but they don't. Sometimes, and, and, and I, people I, can tell me sometimes I'm bossy, but it's also in, uh, in not that bad way that uh, if I'm being bossy, they can tell me. If they like it or not. Sometimes you need yeah, to but that's, tell I, people what to do. You have certain a certain person that needs more guidance or less guidance. And sometimes I'm telling people what to do, like in instructions. A to B to C, one, two, three. And if they feel comfortable saying, Olga, this is exactly what I needed. Then I'm being bossy. I know I'm a little bossy. Let's be very transparent. Uh, but they don't feel. I, I hope they don't feel it in a bad way. And if they do, yeah, they respect. They you. have to tell yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I also think that certain people and I have the same. They they call me red in terms of colors, and this means that I am. What I don't like is uh, a lot of meetings. People meeting for just meetings. And not taking any decisions and not taking any next steps or actions. So um, then, then they come to me and then I feel between the lines that they want me to take a decision. And it doesn't matter if it's a right or the wrong one because you don't know at that, at that time, at that moment, if it's a good or a bad decision. Um, but And then I'm like, okay, what's the case? This, 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 this. We're going to do it this way. Yeah. Do you agree or do you disagree? And then they say, oh, agree, but fine. If I, they disagree, that's also fine. Yeah? Sometimes they don't tell you yeah. if they agree or disagree and you just have to go with your idea. And when you are doing your idea, they say, maybe, no, maybe now. 
then I'm bossy. No, maybe now. You had your time to, to help me out. You had your time to say that this, this was not a good plan. Now we are following it, following it to the end. And if it goes wrong, you are here with me to help me fix it. <laughs> Because sometimes yeah. you have to yeah. make decisions. Love it, love and, it. Uh, it, in, as you can imagine, one of my responsibilities is to make a lot of decisions. So I, I definitely want people to feel comfortable, but they sometimes they are not. And I'm making uh, a decision with some data available, not, uh, not yeah. the entire context, like you were saying. Yeah. And immediately, maybe that was not the best. But now we have to fall with it. It was a decision. It was in the moment. We have to go with it. We need someone to take uh, full responsibility for it, and that's it. Then, uh, then I'm there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then adapt. Eh? If decision yeah, was adapt, not right, uh, you adapt. Fix it. Uh, and you learned. No, that's we are it. we are uh, problem solvers. Everyone in our company yeah. likes to call themselves problem solvers. So, if you want to solve problems, you have to have them. If you want to be a solution. Then you have to have a problem to fix. You don't have to create the yeah. problem. <laughs> But uh, if you want to be a problem solver, then at that moment that the people need you, you really have to come and be responsible and accountable for the things that you said you will do. No. do when, when you look back, uh, Olga, um, if you would start again for Trevo, What would you do different, or what is what is the biggest insights lesson that you would do different, based on the things that you know right now? Um, if I'm thinking and thinking back, I, I don't think I would change because every everything was a lesson, and I reached yeah, this I, point because that. of those lessons. Um, But, but, but I know that, but hypothetically, because <laughs> I, I fully agree. But I mean, I mean, imagine. I would um, make more decisions. It's an example. Eh? More make more decisions from my intuition, or I would implement the values a little harder, or recruit people based on, or I would um, hire first a marketeer and then a sales, or uh, I would immediately hire three sales or one marketeer. What 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 would be the things that you, if you look back, maybe oh, I would in that, in that strategy point of view. Um, I, I'm still missing uh, some roles in our company and I honestly would like to maybe back in 2019 just thinking Olga please hire that person uh, because now I'm still struggling with those uh, things like someone um, more in the in the sales in the sales area that we didn't immediately uh, went there So this is something that we notice. I definitely need someone for that part, someone from those administrative tasks, uh, routine tasks. We, we needed that person sooner. Uh, and this is the kind of things that you, you learn. So if I wanted to start over, this kind of roles, I would uh, immediately hire them. The sales, the administrative part, And maybe someone even just a few hours as a marketing. Because we notice that yeah, it marketing. does a lot of difference having a presence, a social media presence, uh, being outside, having an image, an identity. Um, and maybe, just maybe, 
Um, we are doing some, not management meetings, but I, I have uh, some people that now I'm checking what kind of roles they really want to do in the future. So not that I needed to do this sooner, but as sooner as the, the, the sooner the better, like they say. Uh, so we are doing it now, and if I want, if I imagine that I'm starting over, then this was uh, some amount. Of the, this person were with me already in the beginning, mm. so yeah. maybe these conversations would start sooner. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no yeah. regrets again. It's it's coming no, no, later, no, 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 but no, uh, yeah. But if I'm thinking, and, and while you are asking, I'm going back and thinking some things that I could do better at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Um, now, one last question because I'm a little, a little bit over yes. time and I want to respect your time. Um, I mean, I see you working. I assume that you're not in the office right now. No, no. I'm working from home still. Still? Is it still like no, 100%? No, no. And uh, it's, it's, uh, we always had a, a freedom in our company, we mm -hmm. always had the, the freedom of working either in the office or from home. Now, the only thing is we are changing offices and the new one is still being painting and all those stuff. So people will be able to go there, but uh, I didn't want it to postpone again on you. I did it once. I don't uh, like okay. to do it. So uh, I can do it uh, from home. It's uh, also uh, it's quiet. Um, just by myself so it's uh but we always had like a an hybrid kind of uh, thing so you can always work from the office from home from the beach from the, your yep. garden you just if you are focused and you can do your job yeah i really don't care and this is not in a bad yep. way i really don't care where you are sitting yeah and um well, it's hybrid. Eh? It's not 100% remote. Eh? It's not 100% remote. We don't believe in... Uh, some people like doing 100% and they can do it. But you always have to have um, some, some days, some time that you go to the office and you even for, from a, a mental, uh, a healthy, healthy yeah, mental yeah, yeah, yeah. perspective, you really have to make sure that you still talk with people. Otherwise, you are always talking to a computer. And by the way, Peter, we really have to, to see this COVID go away so we can meet in person. Uh, because yes, we have indeed. this connection, but we never met in person. That's the... No, that's the thing. And I was, I was also thinking about that. I was like, this is fun. Hybrid. This is great. Uh, yeah, but yeah, it's... And, and it's and and I have I have still the same feeling the first time that I met you and all the conversation that we had years ago, and at the same time I was like, damn, it's 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 a pity that we that we didn't um, had it in uh, in real yeah. life. And Portugal is a beautiful country, and the the weather is so much better than here in Belgium. Uh, so uh, no, it's true because I also want to talk about that that sales and and biz thing because uh, yeah. I always like sparring with you on that. Um, yeah, that's that's interesting. How how do you then keep connection? Do you do you say to your people every Monday we are there, or do you organize happy hours have, or something? We have, uh, that people uh, certain hours that we that we can be 
all together in the office when it's safe, of course. And if it's not safe, we have always a, a call on Wednesday where people can join and they can share with the, with the others. Everyone can join from the company, everyone. And they can either tell jokes, tell stories or present something to, to their colleagues. So they always have a place where they can be together because we, we have now people, we have one person in, in Belgium, we have people in Portugal, the main island, and then uh, the main country, and then we have people in the island. So in one of the islands. So it's difficult to have everyone in one place. So we, we create this um, virtual room when, where everyone can be together um, and just share ideas, share stories, be more personal if they want, tell their some stories from their personal life, um, some fun uh, games. Yeah. Connect, connect. connect. You, you see, sometimes I'm join I'm joining those meetings and I'm hearing about a new project that someone did in their extra hours. Sometimes I'm joining and they are doing games. So it's all about uh, again. They they have to read the room and see if everyone is there for fun or if they are there for learn, and then they can use um, that hour, that hour and a half for whatever they they want. And it's still Great. work, you know, it's still uh, in their working hours. It's not something yeah, yeah, outside yeah, yeah, yeah. their working hours. Yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah, that's important. Olga, I want to thank you. Uh, thank you thank for the you connection, so for, for the me. great conversation. Um, I mean, I know, I know that you were a little bit nervous, <laughs> um, but, but I mean, it went fantastic. Thank you so much. You are more than invited to come to Portugal. I will give you a warm, warm welcome and take you to a nice restaurant. We have nice weather, nice food. You have to see the sea and eating a nice food, drinking. I don't know if you like wine, but we can arrange something. And if you come to Portugal, please let me know. And thank you so much for having me and inviting me. Hey, it's Peter here. Thanks a lot for listening to What's On Your Mind. Looking forward to your opinions and comments. And don't forget to subscribe on psgrow.com and leave your email address to stay tuned for future episodes. Bye!